<clears throat> okay, Boker Tov. Today's daf is daf hey in Psachim. Daf hey, and we learned for a four shleima for Tova Miriam Bastvora Mindel. <clears throat> now, yesterday we saw we the discussion we're having. Uh, we started yesterday, which we're going to continue today. Is how do we know that we burn the chametz and get rid of the chametz, destroy the chametz on the on the fourteenth? How do we know that? So the first answer was, and we'll see later on that that's also the pshat of Rabbi Yossi, but Abaye gave us this answer, that you have to destroy it on the first day. What's the first day? Well, <laughs> on the one hand, it can't be, uh, it, it can't be that um, it's got to be, you, can, you can't have any chametz in your house for all seven days. So how can you destroy it on the first day? If, if, if means the first day of Yantif, the first day of Pesach, then you really haven't kept the Pesach for seven days with, you know, chametz free. How do we know that? Maybe it means that, well, okay, you could destroy it maybe at, um, uh, you know, maybe maybe it means that you can destroy it on the night, you know, the night, Leil HaSeder, maybe destroy it that, because it says you have to destroy it on, you have to destroy it on the first day, and maybe it means to include, right, uh, that, you know, that on the 14th at night, meaning Leila Seder, maybe you could burn it then. Maybe maybe that's what it means. Destroy it then. Because it says, So, okay, you shouldn't have it, but maybe you could destroy it the first night. Mars says, you can't say that, because we have two hekishes. A hekish between hashbosa, between destroying the chametz and, uh, and eating the chametz. And we have another hekish between eating chametz and eating matzah. Just like matzah, you have to eat the first night. You can't have chametz the first night. So if you can't have chametz the first night, it also has to be destroyed by the first night. So you can't destroy it on the first night. Therefore, it must mean you destroy it the day before, Erev Pesach. Okay, but when? So maybe Erev Pesach is already Leil Yudal at the eve of the night. When we talked about searching for it, maybe that's when you have to destroy it. It says, no, you can't say that. Why? Because the Pesach says... Right? During the day, you must destroy the chametz. It's not at night, during the day. So which day could it be? It can't be the first day of Pesach because by then you already can't have any chametz from the night before. So it must be the first day. It must be the day before. Okay, but not the day before, meaning 24 hours before at night because it's Bayom. So how do you know? So maybe you should destroy it first thing in the morning. Era of Pesach may be the first thing in Moshe to destroy. I think Moshe says, Ah, Cholok, Ah, splits it up. We're might. You don't have to destroy it the whole day, only part of the day. So we split it and we say, Half the day is Mutter Dev Chametz, half the day is also. That's all Rabbi Yossi's shot. We'll see it's Rabbi Yossi, but Abaya brought it down here. Now we're going to have other, other drushes. How do we know that you destroy the Chametz when? By midday of the, of the 14th, meaning the day before Pesach. How do we know? So the Baby Shmaltana, the school of Rabbi Shmaltana learned, very simple. Matsini Yudal It says Ach Tashbisu. So what was our whole problem? Bayomarishon sounds like the first day of Pesach. How could it be the first day of Pesach? You can't have already chametz already from the night before. The night before you can't have it. How could, oh, so it must be the day before Pesach, and we split it up with Achalik. Okay. He says very simple. The Pusik says in Pusik um, Yud Ches in Perik Yud Beis of of Shmos Barishon Barbasa Yom Achodesh Barishon Barbasa Mechodesh. What does that mean? It means that the Arbasa is also called the first. Barishan means Arbasa. Yeah, it was always our problem. It says, Ach, be Amrishan Tashbisu. So, right, you might think, Ach, be Amrishan Tashbisu. Oh, it says, says, seven days keep Pesach. The first day you got to destroy it. 
How could it be the first day? You can't have any chametz already from the night before. Okay, it means the day before. It means, must mean the day before. Rabbi Shmuel says a very simple thing. The 14th is also called Yom Rishon. Yom Rishon can mean the first day of Pesach. It could also mean the 14th, as it says here. Ach Yom Rishon. Pesach says, it says, Barishon Barbosa Lachodesh. That's what he quotes right here. Rabbi Shmuel Tana. Matzini Yudal Shenikar Rishon Shenemar Barishon Barbosa Lachodesh. The first, that doesn't mean the first day of Yontif. The fourteenth day of Nisan is also called Rishon. Okay, that's the second shot. How do we know that you destroy the chametz on the fourteenth day of Nisan? Now we come to the third one, which we'll see is refuted. Nachmiyitzgomer, he got a different Russia. Rishon de Mikaramashra. He says a big thing. He says Achbayom Rishon. Pasuk says Shivas Yamim. Seven days you got to eat matzah, right? Shivas Yam Matzos Tochelu. Achbayom Rishon Tashbisa. But the first day. You destroy it. So we said, what's the problem? The first day sounds like the first day of Yontif. Well, that's a problem, right? So Rabbi Yossi went through that whole drasha. And Rabbi Shmuel says, no. The 14th is also called Rishon. He says, no, you know what Rishon? Rishon means the day before, prior. He says, Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak, Rishon to be Karamashma. When it says, Ach Yom Rishon, you find sometimes that Rishon means the day before. As it says, Domrakar, the Pusik says in Eob, Harishon Adam Tevila, were you born before, before Adam? Harishon, were you born before Harishon? Didn't say Lifnei Adam Tola. It says Harishon. Rishon could also mean prior. That's what he wants to say. That Rishon means prior. So when it says Achbeom, Harishon means prior to Pesach, the day before. Oh, I should do it a week before. Ah, okay, okay. Maybe it means the day before, right? Okay, at least it means something before. That's a good point. Maybe a week before. A week before, what, is, what shaykhs does it have? I can understand the day before because, you know, it's logical already, right? You're right. That prior can mean we're gonna we're gonna refute this anyway. But prior can mean sometime prior, right? Just a reason of them too. Like tivol, it also can mean sometime prior, but it means prior, but probably the day before. Because what do you mean? How could you destroy it the day before? Then it wouldn't be then it wouldn't be mutter to eat uh, chametz for uh, the week before Pesach, and that you don't find. It's only also for seven days. Okay, ach biomarisham. Okay, so that's what he wants to say. Gemara says, but this doesn't make sense. Elameata. When, if you say Harishan means prior, what about What about this, the Lulav? Does that also mean prior to Sukkot you're supposed to take the Lulav? So he says, no, that's different. By Lulav, it's different. It says, you should be happy before God seven days. Just like seven days, the seventh day means the seventh of the Chag. So the same Pusik that says in the beginning of the Pusik says Shivas Yam So say there also. You're saying Yom Rishon, Rishon could mean prior. Okay. Oh, but by Sukkot it doesn't because it says seven days. So just like the seventh day is the seventh day of, of Sukkot, the first day is also the first day of, uh, of Sukkot. So here by Pesach also you could say Shivas Yam You got to eat Matzah for seven days. But Yom Rishon Tashbisu. So just like the seventh day is the seventh day of Pesach. The first day here is also the first day of Pesach. Oh, you're right. Then it should say Rishon. Rishon Lomeli. If it just meant to say the first day is like the seventh day, just like the seventh day is the seventh day of Yantif. The first day is also the first day. So let us say Rishon. What's Harishon? Shema Minolikaramran. So the Gemara says, yeah, but by, by Lulav it also says, like Hachanayom Harishon. And we said Harishon there doesn't mean the day before uh, Yantif. Yachi Asanami Harishon Lomeli. Vasu, another Kasha. Right? Are you going to say also it means Amarishon de Mikara? 
that when it talks about being a yantif, forget about the lulav. That was the lulav. On yantif it says, says, right? It's yantif, the first day of Sukkot and the, and Shemini Yatzeres, right? Are you going to say also it means you got to keep yantif the day before? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Do we call mashma? There it's different. Just like Shmini is the eighth day of, of the whole Sukkot. It, it's, of course, it's a separate Yantam, but it's the eighth day of counting from Sukkot. There it's different because it means there. So, okay, fine. So you understand why, why, why you can't say that Bayoma Rishon and Bayoma Shmini, it doesn't mean that there's a Yantam the day before. Erev Sukkot is not a Yantam. But still, Harishon Lamli, why does it say Harishon? Why does it say Harishon? If, if, if you're saying the Ha tells it that it means prior, why say Harishon, uh, Harishon Lamali? So he says, no, I'll tell you what it's for. Lemute Chalashamoy, to tell me the first day is Yantif and the last day is Yantif, but not Chalamoy. Chalamoy, you don't have to keep Yantif. It says, Chalamoy, we know is not Yantif because it says the first day is Yantif and the eighth day is Yantif. Mashma, the other days in between are not Yantif. So it's still, I need that. Since the Pasik says and adds on, it likes makes a continuum between the first day and the and the eighth day, that it's all Yantif, even Yantif also, even Khalmoid also, you have to keep Yantif or for that matter, the lulav, which we don't, and I, it's, there's no mitzvah minatora for lulav after the first day, uh, outside of the base of Kamash Milan, that, uh, that no, Harishon, uh, you might think it means all the days. Kamash Milan, no, only the first days, Yantav, not Cholomai. So the Gemara says, You're saying, hey, the Vav would tell me, Vav Moslemish, that all the days of Cholomai or Yantav. So it comes along, Harishon, to tell me, you don't. So don't say the vav, don't say the hey, and you don't, you don't need a, you don't need an inclusion and an exclusion. Just leave them both out. Vasu hasam dechsev bayoma rishon mikra kodesh. There's another pasuk. It says there bayoma rishon mikra kodesh yelchem. Right? What is that pasuk for? If you tell me bayoma rishon here shabbason yamishmin shabbason is coming to exclude chalamoid. Okay, that's why it says a rishon there. And, and you're saying normally and and still by pesach and and, and by pesach harishon is to say the day prior. So why does it say by by Yantif uh, Sukkos in in Vayikra, it says by Yomarishan Mikar Kodesh Yelochem Rishan to be Karmash? But what does that mean? Is that also going to say it means prior? So this this business with Ha Rishon meaning that it's prior Rishon or the extra Hey Ha Rishon meaning prior doesn't hold water. Ella Hani Shlosha Rishon it says Rishon many times in uh, both in in Shmos and in Vayikra and in, in Varim. It says when it comes to Yantif, it says many times by Rishon. The Rishon is Elahani Shlosha Rishon. Rashi says that it's the times that it says Mikra Kodesh, not even the one. And it says, it says by Yom Rishon Mikra Kodesh. There we're talking about uh, a Sukkot. We haven't even quoted by Yom Rishon Mikra Kodesh of, of uh, Pesach yet, right? That's also brought down. Uh, that's Pasuk Tesayin in Perikid Beis of Shmos. We didn't even quote that Pasuk yet, but Rashi says, when it says specifically Mikra Kodesh, Tosa says because it, 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 later on it says them all together. But in other words, when it says the Yontif of Pesach, Mikra Kodesh, and it says the Yontif of Sukkot, Mikra Kodesh, and it talks the Pasuk of of Lulav Mikra Kodesh, Bayom Rishon Mikra Kodesh, or Lakachachan Bayom Harishon, when it comes to Lulav, all these harishons are for a different rasha entirely. For a different rasha of Tanar Vishmol. The Tanar Vishmol, in the schar of keeping these three mitzvahs, meaning the first day of Pesach, the first day of Sukkot, and 
lulav, zochel l'shloshu rishon, there was zochel to three other things that were called rishon. What does that mean? L'hach rizal shalaisav, to destroy the seed of Esav, l'binyah beis amigdash, u'lishmosh al-mashiach, and to know the name of Mashiach. To know the name of the Mashiach. What does that mean? L'hach rizal shalaisav, l'shloshu rishon, rishon admoni kol al-seher. Just had that in the Bussek, right? He was Rishon. Esav was called Harishon. So in the schus of keeping uh, the first day, let's say, of, of Sukkot, so we're Zoha to destroy Esav. Right? The, the seat of honor, the throne of honor was exalted from early on. The place of our Migdash. Again, so the schus of keeping the first day of Yontav, we're Zoha to the base of Migdash. Here he is, the first of Tzion, referring to Mashiach. So that's also, since it's called Rishon, it's a different drasha of Tanrei Rishmol. Of course, it says many times Rishon in all these psukim. So again, Rashi tells us, point out, we're talking about the specific ones that refers to Mikra Kodesh. In any case, this drasha of Nachba Yitzchak is really refuted. So, so far we have two pshatim. How do we know that you burn the Chometz on Erev Pesach? Because it says, Ach Rishon, obviously it says, Ach Rishon Tashbi, so that's the Pusik. But how do we know that refers to the 14th? So one drush is the first rush of Yossi with the two, with the two Hekishes, telling us that it must be the day before, and Ach tells us it's the middle of the day. And Rabbi Shmuel, uh, Debei Rishmuel said, because it says, when it says, Barishon Barbosa, it says, Barishon Barbosa, it says, Barishon Barbosa, that's the day, it says, Barishon so it says that our boss is also called Rishon. So when it says Ach Rishon, it can easily refer to the 14th. It doesn't mean the first day of Pesach. It means the 14th day of Nisan. All right, those are the two pshat we have so far. Now, Rav says a different pshat, a good pshat. I mean, they're all good, but, you know, Rav Amar Mehocha, a good pshat. Lo very simple. When do you shech the carbon Pesach? We know you shech the carbon Pesach, Erev Pesach, in the afternoon, from noon on. Tuss points out, really, you're supposed to do the Tumid first, the Mincha of the Tumid first, so it's really a little bit later than, um, you know, than exactly noon, but technically you could do it from noon all. Okay, so again, in a six to six day, noon is when you do it. So when you shecht it, you can't have any chametz. You can't shecht Pesach. So how do we know when it says, you know why? Because you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't refer to the first day of, of Pesach either at night or during the day because you can't shech the chametz, you can't shech the Pesach when you have a chametz in your house. So we know you have to, we know you have to, shech, you have to get rid of the chametz by noon of Arab Pesach. So when it says Ach so it must mean the fourteenth. Wait a minute, if that's the case, the Pesach says don't shech the carbon Pesach when you have chametz in your house. Well, nobody, they don't all shecht all the carbon pesachs at one split second. Takes a while, right? They start doing it at, at noon. Takes a while, it takes a few hours. Some people don't get to shecht their carbon pesach until uh, two in the afternoon, depending on the number of people and the number of kahanim, etc., and this place and all that. So you're going to say maybe they can keep chametz in their house until the shecht. You know, they get on their phone, they say, honey, destroy the chametz now. I'm about to shecht the carbon pesach. Everybody's going to have their own time. It's probably one time. You can't start saying this guy can keep chametz in his house till one o'clock, this guy till two o'clock in the afternoon, this guy till three p.m. Paying when he shechted. That's a very unlikely. Okay, Tanya Hochi, We have a brisa uh, 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 confirming this idea. 
of Rava. In other words, Rav and Abayu gave these answers based on Abayu. Doesn't mean you have to you have to get rid of it on erev yantif, get rid of the chametz, or on yantif itself. Or yantivat el biyantivat. What Tamad Lomer lo sishcha the chametz dam zivche lo sishcha as for Pesach v'dain chametz came. You can't shech the carbon Pesach when there's chametz around, and we know the zman of of shechitas carbon Pesach is from noon on, from chatziyayom and on. The, in the afternoon, so that's when you can't have chametz in your house. That's how we know it. That's the third shot. Uh, Those are the words of Rishmol. Technically, Rabbi Shmuel now is given the third accepted shot, and the second shot was Tana Debe Rishmol. Tosas points out there's a theory you have that a lot between uh, between Rabbi Shmuel himself and the school of Rabbi Shmuel. Okay, you can't control everybody. Rabbi Kivomer. So we have we have we have uh, we have two we have three pshatim really right now for how do we know that when it says achbiyom rishon tashbisu it means the fourteenth. Rabbi Kiva says another pshat. Ain't it sarchi? You know this. Harayom pasuk says achbiyom rishon tashbisu sarvan teichem. You have to destroy the chametz on the first day. What does that mean? Ksiv komalachalosasu. If it meant yantif, if it meant yantif, you know, yeah, it's nice that you say you can't whether 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 you got the hekeshes and you got uh, you can't shech the carbon pesach when there's chametz around. Very simple. How could you burn it on the first day of Yontif? You're not allowed to do a Mlach on Yontif. He holds that Havara is an Havara is one of the 30 Amalachas. All the, except for when it comes to cooking, preparing food, all the malachas of Shabbos are also malachas on Yantif. It's different. It's a different uh, punishment Yantif and Shabbos, but the malachas are all the same except when it comes to preparing food. And as we'll see, he doesn't hold me toksha hutra since it's mutter to make a fire to cook. You can make a fire for this too. Here you're simply destroying. So it can't be. Pardon? Say do Yeah. Say do halosa say. What's the question? All right. So number one, that, that's a good point. But here it's a losa say and an essay. Essay. The essay of this would not be do halosa say and an essay. In other words, the uh, there's there's several things on Shabbos. You would say anas do halosa say sheish chorus. Even though on yantif this is not chorus. On yantif the thirty nine malachas are aser, but they're not chayiv of chorus. So you, so if it would be Shabbos, let's say it came out on Shabbos, I would tell you anas do halosa say because we know that. Mit, uh, that Minatora uh, uh, Pesach can come out even on Sunday, right? Lo Adu, right? Uh, Bayasa could also come out on Sunday, right? Even today, Lo Badu Pesach, right? Lo Adu Rosh, Lo Badu Pesach. So if Pesach comes out on the fir- on Sunday, that means you have to destroy the chametz on Shabbos. On a Shabbos, you can't do it. Ain Esadocha Losa Say Sheish Bokaris, and on Shabbos it's a Losa Sheish Bokaris. So even on Yantif. When it's not a losa sheish bakaris, but there's an asay in a losa say, and ain't nesadocha losa sebesay. So that's a good point, but that's that's answered. So so here we say, very simply, he says it can't be that you could destroy the, the that you have to destroy the chametz on the first day of yantif because it's a malacha. You can't destroy things. You can't burn things. You have to burn it. Now we'll see what does it mean. Why can't you flush it down the toilet? That wouldn't be uh, making a fire. Uh, the answer is he holds it has to be a fire. As we'll see. We'll talk about that in a minute. But anyway, that's Rabbi Kiva's proud. Rabbi Kiva says it's a very, very simple reason. It can't be that you have to share that, that the, that the uh, it's, it's on Yantif when you destroy the Chametz because it's a Malacha. And, the, and the, you can't do a Malacha on Yantif. Rabbi Yossi Omer, so that's the fourth shot. 
Rabbi Yossi, and Rabbi Yossi is really the first path that we said yesterday, that we repeated at the beginning of this year today. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Ein Atzach, you don't need this. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Tzach, Be'yom, Rishon, Tashim, Rishon, Omer, Echem. You got to destroy him. Me'er, Rabbi Yantav, Oyen, El, Biyantav. Is it Er, Rabbi Yantav, Rezer, Anyantav, Lomer, Ach, Cholak. Okay. We know Ach splits the day, right? Ach says, not the whole, it's not Osir the whole day. It's only Osir. You only have to burn it sometime in the middle of the day. And if it's Yantav itself, that on the first day of Yantav, part of the day, uh, you can keep the Chum, it's part of the day, you have to destroy it. Mishari This is the first job we learned yesterday, right? Top of the page. There's a hekish between destroying the Sa'or and Achilles Chumitz, as the Pasik says, as we call it, Shivas Yam Sa'or, Sa'yimatsbatechem. There's a heckish between destroying it and eating Kenny Chomets. And Achilles Chomets, Achilles Matzah, as it says, what? So just when, when, it's, when, it, when you have to eat matzah on the Leila Seder, you can't have chametz in your house already. And therefore, and you had to destroy the chametz before from the first hekish. So that's really the first pshat. So we come up with four pshat and how we know that when it says, Right? You might say, Yom Rishon, isn't that the first day of Pesach? That's what it might sound like. Kamash no, no, no. It means heir of Pesach. Uh, the the, the Rishmol is very simple. He says, it says, Yom Rishon. Yom Rishon could also be 14th, as it says, Barishon and Barbas Alachodesh. Could mean that. The other Pshatim are a little bit more involved, but they all have spars to them. How do we know that when you destroy the Chomets, it has to be on the 14th, not on the 15th? Amarava. Shmamin Rabakiva, Rabakiva, who said, Rabbi Kiva said a very simple reason why you can't, can't mean that Yantif. Because you can't do, you can't burn things on Yantif. You can't burn stuff. How could you burn stuff on Yantif? It's a malacha. Shmamina Rabbi Kiva tells us to see three things. Shmamina ain't beer chametz el sreifa. You know, whenever it says Shmamina, it's always three things. It's never two, right? Never two. It's always three. Shmamina tells us, Shmamina ain't beer chametz el sreifa. It's got to be burnt. If you could destroy it by flushing it down the toilet or giving it to your dog to eat, then what's the problem? Very simple. So, uh, so you know, destroy it that way. Who says that? There's, it says tashbisu. Tashbisu means you have to destroy it. We said the Rashi learned that tashbisu can even be bitul belay. We learned that, right? But but he says no. It can't even be destroyed in any other fashion. It's got to be burnt. It's got to be burnt. So what does he do on? What does he do on when it comes out on Shabbos? That's a problem, right? We'll discuss that later on. We'll have to get to that, right? What does he do when when Erev Pesach comes out on Shabbos? He can't burn it on on Shabbos. Okay, so you have to burn it maybe the day before. Anyway, number one, you see Rabbi Kiva holds it's got to be burnt. Because otherwise, what would his spar wouldn't make any sense. He says, you can't burn it. Uh, you can't burn it on Yantif. You got some malacha, so you got to burn it day before. Shmamina, Havar Lachalakasasa. The question is, Havara. Remember, even we have Machlux, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Nassim, he had it in Shabbos and many places in Shas. Rabbi Yossi says that why does it say, uh, that the Pasuk says, Losasu Komalacha. Don't do all malachas, right? That's also, also to do all malacha on Shabbos and Yantav. Lo sasakom malacha. Then the Pesach says, Lo sabarish b'chol moshvah Also, don't burn. Don't make a fire. Why did you have to say, don't make fire? We already started to include with the other 13. The other 38 malachas are not listed individually. So how do you, why did it say lo sabarish? So the Tanakhama, that's Rabbi Yossi, says, you know what? It's to teach me that it's only a lav. All the other 38 malachas are a lav sheish bokaris. Here it's only a lav. You get malchus. Right, he says Havar says, tell me it's a simple lav. You only get Malkus. Rav Nassan says no. Havar lechalik to tell me that each one is individual. And you might just say los since they're all also based on the same lav. If I did all thirty nine malachas, I'm only chayiv once. That's what I might say, right? If I did all thirty nine malachas, I'm only chayiv for one uh, one chatos uh, or one karas chas right? So I might think tell me just like this one your chayv each on its on its own on Havara by itself your chayv on each of the other ones by itself. So you see he doesn't hold that it's a lav because if it would be a lav 
then you could talk say that you know that it's not a, it's not a malacha da raisa. It's only it's only it's only an isralav. And maybe if it's an isralav, then maybe then you would say even on Shabbos it's only a lav. Then maybe Irving is right. As the halosa say because not halosa say sheish brokaris. Right, it's only a lav if you would say that. Since he doesn't say that, he says no. It's a regular. It's a regular malacha. You have karis for it. It's the reason why it says lo sevarish is to tell me that each of the third malachas you have on by itself, by itself. Right. In other words, if the, in cases we learn in Shabbos, if you know it's Shabbos, but you didn't know the thirty, this malachas also you didn't know that malachas also you did all third malachas you have thirty nine chatos. Since we're speaking on Yantif over here, so maybe you'll say, wait a minute, just like just like Hutra, right? Just like we say, you can carry for, uh, for uh, like we say, you can carry for Ochel uh, Nefesh, uh, so you could also carry your handkerchief on, sha- on Yantif, right? On Yantif, you're allowed to carry in the street without an Erev, maybe Mitoksha Hutra. He doesn't hold to that. Lormina, you don't say, since Havara's Mutter Litzorach, Ochel Nefesh, it's also Mutter Shalol Litzorach. He doesn't hold to that. That's where Bekiva says, that since what? Since uh, destroying the Chametz has to be by fire, and you can't make a fire on Yantif Shalol Litzorach, therefore it must be that it must mean Erev Yantif. In any case, we have four Pshatim. How do we know that when it says, Ach V'yom Rishon Tashbish Sor Metechem, means on the 14th day of, of Nisim. Tan the pasuk we quoted before. For seven days, you can't have shivas yamim soor like matzah Now we didn't quote this pasuk before. We had a different pasuk before. We had the pasuk before was shivas yam matzah tochelu ach v'yamishin tashbisu. Okay, and we quoted the pasuk of Rishon Barbas and we quoted the pasuk of Rishon. Here, this pasuk is pasuk yotes shivas yamim soor like matzah This comes to the issue of bal yorah by matzah. In this pasuk, it says. Uh, it says, Shivas Yom Sarlo Yimotse should not be found in your house. Matam Alomer, what do you need that Pusik for? Balok for Nemelo Yirol Chasorbalecha Chometz Bechol Gvulecha. In Perak Yud Gimel, the next Perak, which we say every day after we put on our tefillin, uh, we say this Parsha of Kadashli Kobachor, right? Kadashli Kobachor. In that Parsha, it says, Matzus Yechol Eshivas Yom, Lo Yirol Chometz Vulecha Bechol Gvulecha. So why does the first pasuk have to tell me you can't have it in your house? You can't have it even in your gvulim, even outside of your house. You can't have any chametz. You might say, first pasuk says, can't have any in your house. Oh, maybe I can have it in my warehouse. It's not my house, right? Or I could have it out in the field. So he says, the, what do I need the pasuk? You can't have it in your house. You, are, you can't have it anywhere. You can't have any chametz. And it says, Lo lecha, yours, you can't have yours. You can't yours. As we said, you can have, a, if a guy, if you, you could see somebody else's chametz, you walk in the street and you see somebody else's chametz, you're not over for that. You can't, you can't see your chametz, but somebody else's you can. Or Vishal Gavoa belongs to the base of Migdush. There's no issue. It's only Shocha. So Yochel, that's the case. Yochel Yatman. Wait a minute. You can't see yours, right? You can't see yours. Pasuk says, first of all, you can't see any of your chametz on Pesach. Okay. So number one, you can't see yours. But somebody else's you could see. Because of that, Yochel Yatman, I might think I could hide mine. Okay, you know what? I can't see any chametz. I'll tell you what we'll do. We'll put it in the safe. We'll lock it up. We'll lock it up with a lock and a key and a vault somewhere. Yochel Yatman, you'll hide it. Or you could accept chametz uh, as, a, um, uh, as a deposit from a guy. Let's say a guy says, can I, you mind if I leave my chametz in your living room over Yantav? He said, Sure. No problem. It's not mine. Maybe I think you're allowed to. That's why the first passage should not be found, period. Okay, should not be found. That means that 
Even if you dig it up or you put it in a vault, it could still be found. What about that of a guy? Right? Uh, so here we're assuming, we're assuming now you must mean you can't have it and you can't be found anywhere in your house. You can't have any, any even that of a guy. So we'll talk about that. That's going to be a, that's going to be a problem. Can you have a guy's chametz in your house? Ainly el benachri shalakibashdos. The Gemara first says, "All right, maybe you couldn't have any guys in your house if you haven't conquered him. If he's a stranger, vein shariim chavachatz doesn't live with you. How do I know anachi who you've conquered? He's under your jurisdiction, or he's living in the chutzner. How do I know you can't have that too? Now the chor of the kasha should be the other way around, right? <laughs> maybe the Pesach telling you shouldn't have a guy's chametz if he's part of you, you know, you, he's under your dominion or he's living with you. How do I know even a guy you have nothing to do with? So the kasha should be the other way around. The Gemara will deal with that. It shouldn't be found in your house. In other words, you shouldn't have any at all. Okay, even that of a goy That's only in your house. But Bar Sikhmaras, how do I know if it's not in your house? It's in the pits and the ditches and caves, etc., and vaults. It shouldn't be anywhere. By still I say, maybe in your house you're over by your rods. It didn't really say by your house it says you must say, but if you must say, we're assuming that by your rods also included in that. You shouldn't have any in your house, it shouldn't be found, it shouldn't be you shouldn't accept it as a picadon, you can't hide it, right? But Gvulin, but in the Gvulin, the second Pasik we quoted, which is in Yud Gimel, which is Maybe that's l'cha. You can't have yours. Maybe if it's not in your house, you could see somebody else's, like in the street or in a pit somewhere. How do I know to put the kula of one by the other and the chumra of one by the other to make it all inclusive? This also l'cha doesn't make sense. What do you mean? You just said that it's all aser. It's aser, right? You can't have any of us. How do I know uh, that how do I know to put the chumrah of la yimatze even on gvulin everywhere? But where's the heter then? You want to say there's a heter of shachayet haroa, yours you can't, of that you could. So that's a het, that's a kula. You could see somebody else's. So how do we know that will apply even in your house? But we're not really saying that, right? The heart of the two things are in steer. On the one hand, you're saying you can't have anything anywhere. On the other hand, you said, if it's not yours, you could have it. This Gemara we'll deal with later on. Tamalomer Saor Saor. We got a hekish between the two of them. It's right. Lixayr Shava. It says Saor Shivas Yom Saor Lmatzvatechem. It says Leirelcha Saor B'Chol Gvulacha. Lixayr Shava. Nemer Saor B'Batim. Nemer Saor B'Batim. And Saor Lo Yimatzei B'Vatechem. That's the first pasuk we quoted. V'Nemer Saor B'Gvulin. It says Saor B'Gvulin. Leirelcha Saor B'Chol Gvulacha. Ma Saor M'Batim. Just like the one in the house over Mishum Ba'Yir Ba'Yir Matzav Ba'Yat Ma'Yik Kavakaros. You can't have it anywhere. In other words, you can't have it anywhere. The sore outside of your house also can't be anybody's. Just like the one but just like it says only yours, but somebody else's you could see. So this is a stira. And as we're learning, we're saying that the two things apply both. On the one end, we're saying that what? That just like it says, in the first pasuk in your house, you can't have any chametz at all. And there's a gzeir shava. So you know what? In gvulin also, you can't have any chametz whatsoever. Yours, somebody else's, a goy's, uh, you can't have it at all. The other hand, we're saying, just like the second pasuk says, yours you can't have, but somebody else's you could have. So the same way in the first pasuk, Right, same man. Umasar mabukvul and shalchayat rav shalchem. 
the house, you can't have yours, but somebody else's you could have. So what's going on over here? We haven't resolved this yet. We're saying it all applies to both. There's exaggeration between the both. One Pusik says you can't have any in your house. Another Pusik says you can't have yours outside of your house, but somebody else's you could. Now we're saying we apply both to both. That means, so which one is it? Can you have somebody else's in your house and out in the bowling, or can't you? The two things are Chor and Stira. We haven't resolved it yet. Omar Mar. First, let's go back to the first issue. We said, when it comes to saying what we said, you can't have any, right? You can't have any in your house, even that of a goy, right? That was the first thing we said. So it says, yeah, I might think you can hide it except goy. No, you must say, you can't have it in your house. Maybe that's only by Enochri that you haven't conquered, and it's not with you in the Chatzar, but Enochri that you conquered, maybe then it would be, then it would be okay. What kind of sense does that make? If the Pusik says you can't have any of a guy, even that you have nothing to do with, certainly of a guy who's under your jurisdiction, certainly that should be usher. If he's with me, how do I know? That should be usher. Wait him in. If a guy that you have nothing to do with is usher, certainly a guy that you have something to do with, he lives with you or you're, he's under your certainly should be usher. Where are you going? Where is this turning? It's the other way around. If you tell me, oh, maybe you can't have any of a guy's who's with you in the Chatzar or he's under your dominion. How do I know even a guy that you have nothing to do with, you can't have his Chametz either? Then it would make sense to all you Matzai. So you're turning it the other round. Amr Abaye, we find this in Machlok Zabaye of Rav many times in Shas. Abaye says, okay, no, Ron, turn it around. Turn it around. Say Taka means that. I would have thought that it meant only you can't have a guy who's under your dominion or you live with you in the Chatzar. How do I know even a guy you have nothing to do with him? That's how Abaye would say. Rabbi says, no, don't turn it around. You, you don't understand what we're saying over here. We're going on the Reisha. On the Reisha, we said, We said, You can't have yours. You can't see yours, but you could see somebody else's, right? Right? Somebody else you could see. Maybe that's a guy you have nothing to do with. You could see his. that you've that's under your dominion. and he's with you in the chutzner. how do I know that that's also usher for you? Uh, that that's also usher for you, lechora to um, uh, to, to have chametz with, not usher for you. How do we know that that's mutter? He's going the other way around now. You see, before we thought the question was going, how do we know that's usher? No. He says, that, says, you're allowed to have chametz of somebody else's. Maybe that's only a guy what, that he have nothing to do with, right? Nachri shikibasha, nachri that you did conquer. He's under your jurisdiction. Basharim and he's living in the chatzar. How do I know that you can even have his chametz in your house? How do I know? Right? Minayin, tamalomer, lo yimotzei. How does that answer the question? If Rav is saying, Rav is saying, it's, leave it the way it is. That's only by a guy, what, that you have nothing to do with. How do I know even a guy that you have something to do with? Well, what does a kash mean? How do I know that, that would be mutter? How do I know that it's mutter to have a guy that's not yours? It's a guy's, right? Maybe only a guy that you have nothing to do with. How do I know even a guy that you have something to do with, that that's also mutter? Well, Lamatsi doesn't answer. Lamatsi means it shouldn't be found. The Haitana Mahadar Hatera, the Hatana is looking for a heter. Vanasa Lakrali Surin is bringing down a Pusik, which is Mashwa that it should be Asr. The answer is Mishim Shinemer, Lachalachatrezimni. What does this mean? Rashi in the wide lines, look down at Rashi in the wide lines. Rashi says, in the fourth line of Rashi, near the end of the fourth line in the wide lines of Rashi, Mishani Latera Kanasivla, Mishim Shnember Bigvulin, Mikvulin says, Besor Lachalacha Trezimni, Lari Lachasar Bachal Gvulcha Shivasyama Parshas Re'e. Besides the Pusik we've quoted here on this page in Bo, 
It also says in Parshas Rei, Lo yir lechasar b'chol b'chol shavasyam, miksiv, lo yir lechachomis lechasar b'chol b'chol parshas bo, our Pasuk over here. V'meina inyin lahai b'chol b'gvun gabi ria, da kfar nem amur, we already learned it in Bay in, in Bo, t'no inyin lo yimotzei, learn it for lo yimotzei, v'drosh be lo yimotzei lecha, that's what Rashi says. You know what Loi Matzi? When the Gemara says Loi Matzi, it doesn't mean Loi Matzi. It means we're going to darshan lo, the extra lacha that it says in Re'e. We don't need two psukim. It says Loi Lacha Sar twice, both in Re'e and in Bo. So we're going to use one of the say lachas going on Loi Matzi. It's like Imeina Inyan, right? It's Imeina Inyan. Imeina Inyan. It's not like Imeina. Rashi says Imeina Inyan Lahai. We're going to apply it and we're going to darshan when the Pusik, when the Gemara says Loi Matzi, means Loi Matzi Lacha. Shouldn't be found yours. But a guy's you could have, even if he's under your dominion, even if he's under your dominion, a guy's you can have. So wait, so now we're coming back to our issue. We're coming back to the issue we raised before. There's a gzeva shove between the two. And the when and we say, whenever, whenever it says, la yor elacha, only yours. Somebody else's, a guy's you could have. Guy's you could have. Or hegdash you could have, right? That, on the other hand, we say, the first passage says, la yimotze, you can't have anything. You can't be found in your house. You can't dig it. You can't bury it. You can't be found at all. What's going on? Amr Mar, we're at the first line of the Gemara now. Amr Mar, right? Yochol, right? Did I finish that? Rashi, you can have somebody else. Okay, fine. Amr Mar, let's go back to this Dira. We said at the beginning, I might think you could, uh, you can hide yours. It says, the Pusik says, the Pusik says, um, because uh, so you can't see yours, but you could hide it, put it in a vault, or you come across, or you could accept a guy's because it's not yours. Okay, it shouldn't be found. But so we just said though, but you could see somebody else's. So how does this make sense? How does it make sense to say you might think you can hide yours so it won't be seen, or accept pictures from a guy? So, you can't hide yours. In other words, you, not only can you not see chametz, you can't have it in your living room or dining room, you can't hide it in the cellar either for the day's best. But what about a guy's? It says, so then you say, you might, maybe you could accept the guy's. It shouldn't be found. So which one is it? Can you have a guy's chametz in your house or not? Are you responsible for it or not? If you're responsible for it, then it's like yours. Then it goes into Limatse. If you're not responsible for it, it's a guy's. If let's say, let's say you have a cleaning lady, uh, I'll give an example, a cleaning lady uh, yeah, working on Pesach. She comes into your house on Pesach and she had a, uh, she's a shiksa and she comes in, she's got a sandwich in her bag. Are you over and by your by Matzah? It's found in your house? No. It's nothing to do with you. It's her sandwich. You can't have her sandwich. It's not you're not responsible for it. Rav told the people in Mechuza, the people in Mechuza, they were responsible, you know, the, the, uh, when the troops were billeted in town, they had to give them food. So he says, if you have the chametz for them that was set aside for them, you have to destroy their chametz too. Even though it's your, it's, it's your responsible, you're responsible for the food, if you have chametz, of that even for the Goyim, you have to get rid of it from your house. Why? If it's stolen or lost, it's considered yours. In other words, let's say the Goy, let's say even the, the uh, city gave them food, you know, to the Goy, the government gave them food to hold on to for the, uh, for the uh, troops in the, in the city. And it was Chomets. 
So, but it's not theirs. It was given to them by the government. But if it's lost or stolen, they have to pay for it. They're responsible for it. So, so Rava told the people, you got to get rid of that chametz too. Why? Since if it's lost or stolen, it's considered yours. And you have to pay for it. It's like yours. And it's usher to have it in the house. Because even though it's not your chametz, it's theirs, right? It's their chametz. But it's obviously, obviously it wasn't the, the Jews, it was for the guys, it was given to the guys, whatever, there's the guys chametz, but you're responsible for it, you have to get rid of it, and therefore it's also, that goes into lo yimatze. Something which is not yours, it's not your money, but you're responsible for it, it causes you a loss, and as if you lose it, you have to pay for it, so that's like it's yours, so it makes sense. But the one who says, just because you're responsible for it doesn't mean it's yours, so it's not yours. So why are you over in Bali Matzah? But you learn, only if it's yours. You're not over on Bali Matzah if it's not yours, as we saw from the two circum that says twice. Here the Pasuk says specifically, even if the one holds the Dabra is not like Manan, but here it says Bali Matzah. Bali Matzah includes something that you're responsible for, even if it's not yours. Economy, some say the other way. If you say that something normally which causes you to have a loss, meaning you have to pay for it, you're responsible for it, even if it's not yours. Is uh, it, it, I'm sorry, is not commandum. The one who holds normally that something causes you. It's right. It's it's not considered yours, even though you're responsible for it. It's not considered yours. So that's why I need the pasuk to tell me that even though this is not yours, but I got a special pasuk to include the case if you're responsible for it, you have to get rid of it for chametz, even though you even if even if you will normally. You're not responsible for it. Just I mean, just because you're responsible for it does not make it, it does not make it yours. You're responsible for it, but it does not make it yours. So I need the pasuk loyimatzi to tell me that even something that you're responsible for, but you don't have to that, that you're responsible for, and it's not normally yours. But here the pasuk says say that also is considered yours for pesach, and you have to get rid of it. The one who holds that something you're responsible for is like yours anyway. What do I need the pasuk for? Obviously, if you're responsible for something, that makes it yours. So what did Rav have to tell the people, you know, uh, uh, make sure you get rid of it? Of course it's yours. What do we need a Pasigli Matzah for? I might think, if it wasn't lost or stolen, just give it back. Just give it back as is. It's just I'm holding on to it for them. It's not considered in their Rishus. Right, kamash malon. There's only if it's lost or stolen you have to make up for it. But if it's not lost or stolen, you're not allowed to take it or or use it or replace it with something else. You give it back the same way it is. So I might think you're just holding it for them, and I might think therefore that you don't have to get rid of it. Kamash malon. That uh, kamash malon. That no, like you might say, uh, tells me that even so, even though it's not really yours, you still have to get rid of it, and you can't keep it in your house on Pesach. Kamash malon. That. So we have this idea. That Loyalcha tells me you're only responsible for your chum, it's not somebody else's. However, if you're, uh, I mean, you only have to get rid of, of something which yours, not somebody else's. Not, not, not a guy's. But if you're responsible for it, if a guy keeps it in your house and you're responsible for it, then it's like yours and it can't be found in your house too. So therefore, as I said, example, I gave an example with a, a shiksa bringing in a sandwich or you walk by a bakery or something like that. Uh, you, there's no isser on looking at chametz. There's no isser on, on uh, seeing chametz or, or even having it in your house if it's not yours and you're not responsible for it. But otherwise, you do have the isser of bali rabai matzes, like bal tashkas. It doesn't say the posseg of bal. It says lo. Lo yerelachav. Lo yimatzeh, Right? Right, low tashchis. Right, it says low, but we call that bal bal. That's like the Aramaic word, and you shouldn't have it. Bal bal tashchis, bal yerol, bal yimotze. Those are the surim that we talk about on chametz of of Pesach. Besides the the mitzvah of destroying it, which we said there's different opinions of what destroying means. 
But uh, everybody agrees, as we said, just as a synopsis, everybody agrees that you got to get rid of the chametz on the 14th day by noontime. Minatora. All right, we'll pick up here tomorrow, Mitzvah. Have a good day, everybody. Stay. Stay. Prime. Yeah. Prime? Yes. Oh, very good. So I'm glad you brought up that question because the Forshim say like this that uh, if that only something you're responsible for, only something you're responsible for by role by Ganev and Aveda. So here he barks down. Glad you brought that. He says Yesh Mishum Shesovrim Davka Chrais Ganev and Aveda Machshivas Hashomer Kabbal Linyan Shachayev Levayer. Like a Shomachinim, who's only responsible for Pshia, for negligence, for Rashlanut, right? Low, right? In other words, but everybody agrees, apparently, it seems that if you're only a Shomachinim and you're only Chayavan and you're only Chrayas Pshia Bavad, then you're not considered a, you're not responsible for it. And it's just, just a Shomachinim would not be responsible, and therefore, you could keep it in your house. Okay, that's what he says over here. Go ahead. Have a good day.